Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was in the room. When the Holy Spirit first fell on David Roos like that. Let his light shine through ya. Let his love pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. But suddenly, the toes on his left foot began to wiggle. Then the whole foot began to move. Then the other one. Mend this collarbone together in in the name of Jesus. Two spades, jack of diamonds, jack of clubs. No alibi, bye. Say goodbye, bye. Don't ask why, why. I might die, die. Either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high. Maybe for a minute, not even a second. Roll that blunt while you count your blessings. Roll outside and point my weapon. Like easy e on ruthless records. Just like I thought the food kept stepping. Smell like shit from shit I stepped in. Look in the mirror and point my weapon. You so soft, you won't do nothing. Wanna be starting something? Got to be starting something. Wants to be starting something? Got to be starting something. Get low and take you under. Hang high and make it over. Shoot yourself in the middle when the pain is thunder. No, no, fuck that shit. Smoke a blunt, it's the best I get. I live my life with no regrets. And so I'm stuck with the pain. Live my life with no regrets. And I'm stuck with the shame. That's paranoia for ya. Paranoid, I didn't get over. That's paranoia for ya. That's why you're drunk, not sober. That's paranoia for ya. When the sun go Work call.
Enlightenment, the robes of revelation, and some crotchless panties. Does this 976 spank me? It is if you want it to be. Let Miss Cleavon reveal surprising things about your love life. Miss Cleavon, my husband sleeps with his sister. Is that normal? What part of Alabama are you from, child? Uh, the hot part. It's normal. Like the kids say, Miss Cleavon is just keeping it real. Hey, Miss Cleavon, I'm no psychic, but I got a feeling you're not even from the islands. Oh, don't be messing with Miss Cleavon now. I don't know what you're talking about. Miss Cleavon is from Jamaica. Yeah, more like Jamaica, Queens. Hey, who the f you think you talking to, you little punk ass piece of shit? I will f you up. Uh, mom. Yep, he's dead. Wow, you're a real Sherlock homeboy there, Lieutenant Murray. Don't you say that name to me. Don't you dare say that goddamn name to me. Okay, didn't get her a coffee this morning, I see. She's... So? Okay, make a goddamn call. in trouble for uh hey uh my shit is just theory on the mind okay i have no beliefs I, I i'm just talk out my ass if you ever call me on anything i'm gonna apologize and tell you i'd just be talking man get in trouble the last couple podcasts <laughs> that candace owens and that uh andrew tate seemed to be getting me into hr a lot for some reason I was supposed to go finish. Don't run away from it. Go finish it. No, I'm going to. I don't like being yelled at. This is the last podcast for the day. You pissed me off talking shit, man. It's theater to mine. I make it up as I go, all right? I joke. I kid. I talk about you and your kids. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, let's get back to true crime. Man, you might have to just stick to true crime. Stay away from the politics of that bullshit. What up, what up, this is Marlon, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy, back like I never left, fast as a statue, being nosy, minding my business, what up, Sherlock homies, Sherlock Nation, are you not entertained? If you like this episode in any way, please donate, or better yet, just leave a five-star review, true story, welcome to the Sherlock Homeboy podcast. We're taking it easy, we're going to lay back, actually, I got me a salad, Marlon pulling out all the tricks to uh, shut me the hell up, so fine, I'm going to eat this salad. And this bag of Cheetos during the podcast. So if you don't want me saying certain things, I'm going to multitask. I'm going to eat. So we're checking out this wannabe cop think he's smarter than the police. Uh, let's see. This wannabe cop think he's smarter than the police. This is on a channel called Red Tree Stories. Let's give him a shot. Let's go. This is 27-year-old Sasha Samsadine. Sasha was a manager for a real estate company in Orlando, Florida. 
She had a very bubbly personality, and her strong work ethic added to her charm. Sasha was also smarter than most people gave her credit for, and she quickly became very successful in her pretty girl plan of work. In fact, she had been so successful that Sasha they, decided they have live video of her, like so it's not like a picture or something. They have actual live uh, video of her. Decided to move into a high-end downtown apartment in Orlando, Florida, on October seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Sasha was hanging out with friends at a local nightclub until twelve thirty in the morning. She decided to leave and go home alone, and that was the last time anyone ever saw Sasha alive again. Damn. The next morning, friends of Sasha began to worry because she was not replying to their calls. Her car was parked in its normal parking spot. I'm going to be honest. Uh, 12.30 is a good time to uh, wrap things up. I hate that she left alone. That's what the, you, you, leave, when you, you uh, leave who you came with. I hate that she left alone, but I must be honest... Uh, 12.30 is a good time to call it a night when you're out at a club or a bar. But, uh, sad. Spot at her apartment, yet she wouldn't answer her door. Hey, uh, I need to fill out a missing persons report. Okay, and where are they missing from? Are they missing from 68 East 5th Street? No, we, we went to her apartment to go check. Okay. She's there and she's on. Okay. Where are you right now? We're at her apartment at 911 North Orange Avenue. When the police arrived on scene, they found Sasha's body covered in a blanket lying Whoa. on her bed. Markings on her neck and body showed the police that Sasha had been murdered. Her purse and her phone were missing, and there was a strong smell of cleaning supplies in the air. What they found interesting was that there were no signs of a break-in, which meant that the killer was either let in or they had a key to her apartment. The apartment building had cameras at all entrances, but because the footage was recorded off-site, it would take several days for the police to gain access. While they waited, they interviewed two women who claimed they had seen Sasha at a nightclub. Helpful. Um, so to start from the beginning, we were downtown on Friday night, um, and because we live in that area, we got an Uber. Um, but as we were leaving, it was maybe like Washington Street mm -hmm. about, um, saw her walking by herself um, and was very concerned just because she seemed extremely intoxicated. Um, and there was a car of men who had rolled down the window and started to talk to her. So oh, I think I heard this story before. Maybe. No, because that story I heard was like a... It thought, I thought it might be a taxi driver and it was overseas. Well, I walked up and kind of took her arm and said, like, do you know where you're going? And, um, you know, is there someone we can call for you? Is there anything, you know... And you could tell she didn't really know what was going on. And so at that moment, though, we were like, you're not going to be out here by yourself. Um, and so got her to get into an Uber with us. Because um, we said, where do you live? Um, and then also trying to be, you know, like not a stranger to her. Damn. Uh, strangers was better to her than her friends was. Very rarely do a girl go to the bar. If she goes by herself, she's going to meet somebody. Because I didn't want her to feel threatened. Um, said, well, we live at Nora, you know. And she said, I live there, too. I don't know if you live there, but... Um, yeah. She didn't have her ID or anything, like, in her bag. Didn't have a phone, anything like that. So, she just did bring her back up to the... So, it, it's crazy how it worked out then. So we get to the red light at um, Orange and Marks. And she, as soon as the car stopped, she, like, left out of the car and ran across the street to Uptown Place. 
So she's like, this is where I live. Like, oh, well, then that's perfect. Like, she didn't remember enough to tell us, but she recognized it when she saw it. Um, Wow. Wow. Unless somebody drugged her, there's no excuse to be that drunk. That's drunk drunk. Unless something, there's no excuse to be that drunk. I'm sorry, it's not. If you can't remember where you live and you're walking the streets after 12, there's no excuse to be that drunk. Like as a, That is reckless unless, unless somebody did something to her. Well, I mean, before that. Like, yeah, it's probably really important that we talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, it appeared that Sasha had been extremely intoxicated after leaving the nightclub, but the police were able to confirm that not only did she arrive at her building safe and sound, she also arrived alone. The police would eventually gain access to the surveillance footage. The footage confirmed that Sasha was indeed alone as she walked up the stairs to her apartment. The tapes also revealed that 20 minutes after Sasha would have entered her apartment, she is seen running up another flight of stairs. A yeah. few seconds. Yeah, I uh, I saw this before. I'm gonna let it play. I saw this. Before. I, I didn't see this before. I heard the story before. Ends after she reaches the top. The video shows a security guard following her up the stairs. The police looked into the security guard and found that his name was Stephen Duxbury. They believed he might have more information on what happened to Sasha, so they brought him in for an interview. When was the last time you saw her? What's her name? I, I think, well, I know because I you know, saw the uh, news stuff, but it's like Sasha something or other. Okay, Sasha. Okay, so when, when was the last time you had contact with her? Yeah, well, what, was it the night before? Yeah, it was uh, Friday night. Okay, so when you first had contact with her on Friday night, yep. what was the situation? Um, I had been doing a perimeter patrol, and I come upon three girls that were at the Marks and North Orange entrance, and you know, looked like they were trying to get inside the building. So I'm like, evening ladies, I have an issue with the thing, and then, you know, I'm kind of chuckling because I see that happen all the time with the drunks. Mm -hmm. Well, as I'm starting to walk off, then I get called over by two of the ladies. And they told me that um, that this was their friends, and they really didn't know her. They found her wandering around downtown somewhere in kind of a drunken, you know, stupor. I mean, her, the way she was moving, she looked like she was pretty out of it. And um, they got, I guess they got out of her where she lived, so they brought her to Uptown, but she didn't have her key file with her. She didn't have her. This, this uh, piece of shit, uh, he, she's dead because she was vulnerable. She's dead. She's dead because she was drunk. Like as in, it was almost like as in, uh, he sensed weakness in her, and that's fucked up. You know why is that's fucked up? He's the security guard at her bit at her building. That uh, weakness is dangerous, and I hate to label it as weakness as I eat my salad because I'm a fucking fat ass. Uh. Weakness, showing weakness is dangerous in any type of way. That's fucked up. So the guy who's there for security took advantage of her because she might have needed security. So right when he saw somebody that needed him, he saw a victim. Donations from Sherlock Nation is a gas station. I gotta be dry this time, man. My line's been reaming my ass for my content. And 
It's just theater of the mind, dude. Relax. We don't give a fuck about nothing. So why you... Shit. Donations from Sherlock Nation is a gas station of this operation. For me, stay subscription and paywall free and keep commercials at a minimum. Or help me stay independent and focused. My address, PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App is in the information box. Leaving a five-star review will help just as much. It takes a village to raise an independent podcast. The only way I can fail is from lack of support. Her keys... She didn't even have any ID. And I'm like, well, if she doesn't have any of that, I cannot help her. I cannot allow her into the building based on what, you know, what my policies are. Right. Well, as I'm talking to them, another resident, a male, an older gentleman, comes up and he sees us all there and he kind of chuckles. He's like, you guys aren't all robbers, are you? I'm like, no, sir. And looking, I'm kind of looking at my uniform. And he's like, okay. Opens the door, walks in, she follows. Finish talking with the ladies, I go in. You know, intent on, okay, finding where this girl is to make sure that, you know, she actually is supposed to be, she's not just wandering around the building. Well, she was just wandering around the building for a while. Finally, I guess she gets to her apartment, uh, 345, and she's trying to enter in the code because she's got one of those digital deadbolt things with the buttons on the outside where you can enter in a code. And how did you find her on the third floor? I patrolled, I, I checked the buildings. Okay. I, I checked the floor. So how did she get up there, do you know? Uh, Either elevator or stairs. There are, you know, multiple, there are two different elevators and four different stairwells in the building. And so you don't know how she got out there, but mm-hmm. you were just patrolling. You, used to, you you come across her mm-hmm. on the third floor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so she's doing that, and you know, it's like I cannot let someone just hang around in the building. You know what fucked Try- up? She fucked up a lot. I wonder if somebody drugged that girl. Because here's why I say that. She don't got her phone or a purse. This might be a compound crime. She might have got drugged. Because she she's so intoxicated, but she don't have her phone or her purse. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That is weird. That is weird. So I would say if you don't have your phone or purse, it's already uh, you just drunk. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. Uh, if you're drunk, if you don't, if you don't have your phone and purse, something has already happened. And be so intoxicated. Watch your phone and your purse. It's hard to get intoxicated without your purse. Hmm. There might be a, another crime before this crime. 
it might be another crime before this crime because she can't even like she was safe she didn't remember first she got drunk now now she don't got a phone now she don't got a purse good citizens get her all the way home and what seals her fate she can't even remember her key her passcode lock I'm, you know, outside their apartment, if, you know, say if they got locked out, and I didn't know exactly what to do, because, I mean, she's obviously intoxicated, I mean, completely gone. So, have you ever seen her before? No, never. Never seen her before? No, actually, at first, I thought she was a different female who we've had issues with that the local police over there are actually familiar with, because she's had other issues where she's, like, gone home with guys completely out of her mind drunk, and I guess called them, because they're like, oh, my God, this guy, I don't know where I am. But this is not her. This is not her. No. Oh, okay. Now that one lives in I think 320. I actually had to deal with that apartment twice because first time she got locked out. Second time she locked her roommate out. I'm not money. I can tell he's guilty. It's not just because I'm watching this. Of course he's guilty. I can tell how he's talking. He's guilty. I can tell. I can tell he's a, a perv. How he's basically even describing how she's totally wasted. And keeping track of other people who's wasted like that. Girls know her where the other girl lived, but you never saw a pretty girl's face. I'm sorry. If you're a security guard at a building and you you're 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 there for a uh that's where you work, you're you're not missing a pretty girl like that that has to walk past you constantly. For any any uh any part of time. Because he's obviously on the night shift. She obviously goes out at nighttime, And she was beautiful. There's no way a guy could work that job. I ain't saying he's a pervert. But you're not going to. You can't say, man, I never noticed her. Because it's your job to notice everybody. And I take it off so so we can take off the, uh, the uh, principles of being a pervert. There's no way I lived in that building. And he never and, and he he's the security guard, and he never saw me before. Me, because I'm black. I stand out just like a pretty female do. It's like like certain people don't blend, or because of their pretty girls don't blend. Obese, very fat people don't blend. Uh, uh, black people don't blend in the wrong atmosphere in the in the because black people are like 13 percent in non non black atmosphere. Black people don't blend. Uh, uh, fat people don't blend. Pretty people don't blend. Let's do an even five. Give me two more that don't blend. Mm, what else don't blend? Mm. I did. You get my point. But um, so. She thought maybe she had, had her key. She left her keys in her car, so she asked me if I would bring her to the parking garage because since she doesn't keep up, she wouldn't be able to get back into the building. So I'm like, sure, whenever. I've dealt with this before with other drunks who have done stuff like that, so I walk out with her. You dumb piece of shit. You the security? And you're getting caught by the security camera? What the fuck? How'd that work? You the security... We got you stealing boxes on the security camera. We saw her go up that stairs. Then about like three seconds later, we saw you walk by. How can you be a security and do some shit like that?
for Here's you. Here's why. I tell you why. You wanna know why, class? Because he did measure his net to be seen on that camera. Here's why. His fucking reptilian brain was too obsessed with getting away with it based upon what he was doing. So getting away with it was doing that to her. Being able to do that to her. He was too micro thinking of getting away with it. Getting away with it to him was getting in there smoothly and getting out of there smoothly. That's what he was focused on while the eye in the sky sees it all. Get you a dumb piece of shit. You're, she stay in a secure building. You got two witnesses that got her to the secure building. Take the camera away. She stay in a building that, that the dickhead security guard won't even let you in with ID and all that shit and coats and shit. And two strangers got her to the safe, got her home base. You're not getting away with that shit because of the structure that you're, because of your job, you're not getting away with it. She's like, wait, I think I remember the number now. So we go back in. I bring her to the door. She's there punching the numbers away, trying to, you know, remember what it is. And I'm just thinking to myself, not exactly the smartest, or not, not the smartest, but the most professional way to be thinking this, but I have to babysit a lot of trucks in that place. Oh, and trust me, just a pain in my ass. So I'm like, okay, look, I'm going to leave you here. Keep trying to, you know, plug away at this. When I come back, if you have not figured this out. You know what else got his punk ass caught? His sense of, uh, his sense of, uh, authority. His sense of authority. He talks with a sense of authority. And a lot of shit happens when you have a sense of authority. Like, for instance, he's talking like, if, maybe if he was a cop, but you piece of shit. He's talking like he's part of the good old boys that cover up shit. And he ain't. We're going to have to do something about this, which is either she's going to have to figure out, get, get, somehow get a hold of her friend, or I'm going to call the PD and have them deal with her. When I come back around after walking around, she's not there. So I'm like, okay, she must be in the building. She must have gotten in because I checked the building. There was no sign of her. Now, do you have a, a, a residence log so you know who lives in what apartment? So I do. I confirm. But I can't because she had no idea. Because <laughs> can't she tell you what her name is and you can look it up and make yeah. sure? Yeah, well, I could, I could have, yeah, I could have done that. Um, when they were going through the um, call box initially, they, um, she said what her name was, and it did come up on the, on, the, on the log. I remember that now. But without her phone to dial herself in, she wouldn't have been able to access the building. Anymore. Right. But um, plus, you know, most of the residents there will not let some random person into the building. They will actually, like, just know you come in with whoever you're supposed to be coming with, or you call them up. They will not just let people in. So when They do when people live there, you piece of shit. That gentleman let her in. I assume, oh, he knows that she lives here. And then later on in the evening during my patrol, I thought I saw her again with with some guy. You thought you saw the same girl? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get a good look at her face, but the height. You're the security guard. Hair and the skin color was about the right, about the same thing. Again, like I said, I've never seen this woman before, so. Was she wearing the same clothes? Well, the pants were, I think, the same, but I think she had changed her top to like a white top or something. 
again, they weren't doing anything that was really out of the ordinary, so I just kind of glanced at them and just continued on my patrol. The surveillance footage would match Stephen's statement. However, he claimed that he had seen Sasha with a mystery man a few hours after he helped her get into her apartment. The video footage did not show Sasha leaving again, but the mystery man could have come to her apartment to see her. The police looked into her phone records and found that she had sent a text message to an ex-boyfriend. His name was Benjamin Roebuck, and she texted him three hours after she left the nightclub. With little else to go on, Benjamin was brought in for questioning. You big drunk guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah? How'd you know that? Come on, we know everything about you guys. Come okay. on. Yeah. No, I, I saw your face face. Okay. Yeah. So, because, you know, one of the things we do in these cases, we'll, we'll check the, the victim's social media. So I saw <laughs> Facebook, and I and, and, and somehow or other, somebody had said that you were, you know, because we asked about who she was dating and stuff, and they mm -hmm. mentioned your name from way back in the day. Yeah. Nothing bad. Trust me. Yeah. But, uh, so I looked, I saw, yeah, was it, are you, are you a gainer? Oh, uh, yeah. And so she went, she was a gainer too, yeah, Sasha, right? Yeah, we went to school at the same he's, time. He's a gainer too. Okay. He's going to like you. Yeah. So, uh, so you played drums? Yeah, I was on the drum line there for a couple of years. It's pretty hard, right? I mean, drum line there, you know? Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not that easy. It's they do all the hazing and stuff up there? And the, and the well, they did. The uh, they they cut it off because it was getting, like, people were starting to report and all that. And so. That's part of the, that's, you know, I feel, I'm kind of torn on this. You don't yeah. seem to get hurt. You got a black dude, black dude, black officer coming in the interrogation. But that's like part of the, right. you know, when you look back and you go, I made it through all that, mm -hmm. it makes it special. You know, it's not just uh, anybody. I think if I ever get myself in a situation, I think my man's innocent. I don't know. We watch it. I remember the security guard did it. But I might come across probably more guilty than I am because I'm not guilty. But I'm just saying, you know why I come across a guilty? It would bother me to do the fake, that fake small talk. Like, I can't do that. I, I can't do what he's doing. I can do small, fake, small talk. I just can't do it with police. And I never do it. You know, and and the way I don't say it meanly, I don't say it in a way, but I think I always articulate that when cops try to do that to me. Yeah, that that uh, that, hey hey buddy, where you going? Hey, you you like the Broncos, huh? I don't really like nah, like as a I can't do this. I can't do that. Like as a, it's almost insult my intelligence to go down the small uh the small talk road. And if it's anything, I will embrace it and almost try to flip it where we're talking about them. But of course, but even that is playing games. I just, I just, it bothers me. It would bother me to sit there and do the fake small talk with a cop. You know, but are you still playing instruments and stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I play drums every so often. I've been making more music kind of, uh, on my computer and stuff lately. That's a big thing now, isn't it? Yeah. The, the music on the computers, man, you know, so... I like, uh, it's like, um, not really like techno kind of stuff, but what do they call it, down? I'm like, officer, we, my ex-girlfriend is dead down here, and you want to talk to me about drum lines and, uh, and, and fucking Pokemon? Like, fuck that shit, this shit is serious, man, I, I'm not in the mood, what's up, man? This shit's fucked up. I don't want to talk about no Pokemon, he ain't talking about Pokemon, I'm just saying, bullshit. At this point, detectives believe that Benjamin could be their guy. So no, that's what I'm saying. At this point, he's too chill. He, he, he's, he's too chill.
But no, yeah, you are Monday. Let it go. Monday quarterbacking. Let's go. They treat the interview like a criminal interrogation. They start off by being friendly with their suspect to gain his trust. Then they start asking him questions related to the crime. What do you do for a lock? What do you want? To, what do you mean? That's not how it's locked. You know, you know Sasha's on. Her, her coat? No, I don't. No. No, I wish. Because uh, there's not much you can do to get past that. You talking about the four digits? Yeah. Yeah. You have to erase it. That's another past that. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That noise is from the interviews, not me. Do you know who this is? Yes, I do. Who is that person? Sasha Samson. How do you know Sasha? Uh, Sasha and I went to high school together. We were uh, boyfriend and girlfriend for a couple years back in college. And still friends and acquaintances uh, up until, until she died and passed away. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys used to date? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is your relationship? I'm, uh, I know she's deceased, but... What was your relationship prior to her, prior to her, her death? Yeah, I mean, we, we'd hang out every so often, you know, we'd meet up, you know, downtown somewhere and hang out and grab a drink. She'd come over sometimes, you know, if I was having a tough day, she'd give me some advice and, you know, we'd hang out and talk. And so we were, we were close friends. She, she was there to support me when I needed it and vice versa. So, um, yeah. When was the last time you seen her? Uh, I saw her Thursday night. We went out uh, downtown. And you haven't seen her since Thursday night? Correct. When's the last time you spoke to her? Um, I, you know, received a message from her at 5, 12 a.m. on Saturday morning. That was a, I mean, are you talking about on the phone or via text message or anything? Oh, phone or text message. Yeah, text message. The last, uh, the last kind of back and forth we had was around 1, 1 in the morning, but uh, I got a message from her at 5, 12 a.m. Uh, just said my name, and then I responded about 16 minutes later, and uh, I never heard, heard back from her after that. Oh, that was Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Again, we, we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't ask. We had yeah, to ask our questions. Absolutely. Did you go to her apartment? Um, Wait, late, or her apartment? That that even that sounds like something happened to her, because they said the lady, the girls who brought her back, said she didn't have her phone or her purse. But that one name thing don't that sound like somebody in trouble? Especially they end up dead. So, so even though it sounds like it goes hand in hand, what happened to her? That's before. That's before she got killed. Cause I think the security, basically, what I'm trying to say, another crime might have happened to her. This might, yeah, another crime might have happened to her. Texting at five twelve in the morning, uh, her ex boyfriend's name is weird. Especially if she later on goes on to get killed later. The building inside late Friday night, early Saturday morning at all? No. Okay. Um, so we watched the cameras. We're not going to see you answering that building at all? Correct. Okay. Um, is your phone with you all night? Uh, yeah. Your okay. phone won't show you at that building at all? Correct. Okay. All right. The detectives were able to confirm Benjamin's alibi and the camera footage they had proved that he had never entered the building that night. With little else to go on, the detectives decided to watch the footage again to see if they missed anything. 
That's when they noticed that Stephen, the security guard, was walking out of the building after his shift, carrying two white trash bags with red handles. Those same trash bags had been inside Sasha's apartment. So the question was, what was Stephen doing with those bags? The police wondered if the man that had been helping them this entire time could be the murderer, so they brought him in for a polygraph test. And so the next day, what time did you leave that day? I leave about, uh, well, I get off shift at 6 a.m., but usually I don't leave till like 20, 30 minutes later because of finishing my report. I don't, I don't like how, like with the black people, they be playing games with them black people. I want to be, a, I want to be interrogated. I don't think you have to be a cop to be interrogated. I'll be pulling, you know she had a nanny cam in her house, don't you? Right there. That's all it takes. You know she had a nanny cam, right? That's all, little, little lies and shit like that. That's all it takes. They be lying, they be lying to black folks all the time. Hey, hey, let me lie. And I, I find the guilty. I will find the guilty. That particular day, I had actually uh, taken some trash out to the dumpster because I found some. Give me, give me another, give me, give me another lie. You know these. Oh, it might be the truth. You know these satellites are amazing. They can, they can, uh, they can pinpoint your location down to five feet. Are you sure you didn't go into her, her apartment? That he's gonna do a little lie. Uh, only the doorway. Like as he's gonna, he's gonna do a little lie. He's gonna crack. Uh, after I turned in my report. That's just crazy. What's crazy is, uh, what's crazy. What's crazy is because I always I'm I'm an asshole true crime person because I put the emphasis on the things that the victim did wrong, not because I'm a victim blamer because that's empowering. That's knowing you you have some say in this evil world. You can almost manipulate yourself until you can't from danger based upon your personal decisions. And so I'm gonna put an asterisk by this because uh no phone. No purse. Uh, her last text was her boyfriend at five twelve. Her ex boyfriend at five twelve in the morning. Just, just uh, his name. Just his name. She could have been drugged and date raped. She could have been drugged and date raped that night. So it's I know it's a stretch. Uh, I'm gonna give her almost too much benefit of the doubt and say. Uh, something happened to her that night. So I'm not going to even use her being so intoxicated not to know her code. I'm going to pause and use her as an example of what we can do. I'm not going to give one. There's something funny about that, uh, about that shit. Uh, if you want to support me and find out what makes me tick, please check out my autobiography, The Edict of Marlon, The Cult of the Individual by Marlon Heavily Seventh. Everywhere books are available. Amazon.com, Walmart.com. So I figured I'll get start away. Without being asked, Stephen makes sure to explain why he was carrying the trash bags out the morning after Sasha's life was taken. He also says that he usually stays a half hour after work, which is not true. And where did you find the trash? That was in the hallway. Um, it was on the second floor. So about like three bags worth. Do you remember what apartment it was in front of? No, unfortunately I don't. I just, as I was walking through, I saw, I'm like, well, I'm on my way out anyway. Do you normally do that, or 
I just saw it on the way out. I mean, if I'm on duty, I will I take snapshots of it and I leave it there, let the office deal with it. But I was already off duty and I wasn't going to just fill out a whole new report just for three bags of trash. So I just said, screw it. I'll be nice for the housekeeping person. I just threw it away for them. All right. And so there was three bags of trash. Yep. Did you look in and see what it was or anything? No, they were tied off and I just grabbed them and threw them. And what kind of bags were they? Um, White, just like your white hefty bags, I guess. Oh, like regular? Yeah, just regular trash bags with kitchen bags. Yeah, with the red uh, drawstring things or whatever. Okay, and you took them out to the dumpster? To the dumpster. Yeah. And you did that on your way out to leave, or did you take that out? I took them out, and I came back in to get my stuff, and then I left. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was heading towards where I'd leave my stuff, and then I saw that, so I was like, screw it. Throw it away. Came back. Okay. Yeah. Before giving Stephen the test, the examiner wants to make sure that Stephen does not know how Sasha died. At this point, the police have not made her cause of death public, so there's no reason why Stephen would know how she died. Okay, so you have no idea how, what her cause of death is? No. Not at all. Okay, never overheard anybody saying anything about that, or you have any speculation as to how she may have passed? No. Okay. I mean, other than, like I said, what they told me, I mean, as bad as it sounds, I kind of hope it was, you know, she just died of alcohol poisoning, because if not, it's like, you know, how old was she? I don't know. Decimation? In her 20s, maybe? Wow, that young? I mean, it could be mid to late 20s, I don't know, I'm terrible at judging ages. I mean, when I first met my mother-in-law, I thought she was in, you know, her mid to late 50s, turns out she's almost 80 years old. Wow. Then again, she's Asian, so, you know, they kind of are hit or miss. Yeah, either they look young forever or they turn ancient in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, it does like a little good old racism to break the air. My wife has actually been mistaken for a high school student a few times. Yeah. Uh, God bless her. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> okay. Um. As the test is about to begin, the examiner notices that Stephen's heart rate is very high, so he questions him about this. This will be all right. Question for you, though. Yes. What is your normal heart rate? I have no idea why. Is it high? Yeah. Yeah, I've been noticing, like, uh, was it like 130 or 140 or something like that? Yeah, it was like 138. Yeah, that's what they that's what they um, that's what they were getting uh, towards the end of my career in the military. Yeah, I, 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 I knew it. I knew it. You should have said it. I knew. I knew it, man. I already put asterisk by people in the military, man. That was brazen for what he did. I knew it. I knew it. I was about to take out security guards, but I said, "Pause. Don't take out security guards." I was saying they haven't been vetted as much as police. I, I you know what. This is why I don't like how you give me a hard time, because my whole stick is just saying things that come to the top of my mind, and you're mad that I don't think it out. Well, my whole thing is not thinking it out, saying what comes to my mind, and I'm over here eating a fucking salad, because you're talking about our weight. You're just always on our ass, and I'm suppressing natural Sherlock thoughts. You're ruining me, man. Heart rate? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you know if Sasha was poisoned? No. Was shot with a twenty-two? No. 
Was stabbed? No. Was choked? No. How how she died? In his warped brain, his guess is what he hoped. What you mean? He hoped that once she died, her blood alcohol would have been so high when it contributed to that. Because he threw that out there. As soon as Stephen answers no to that question, the examiner watches his vital signs shoot up across the screen. As we discussed before, there is no way Stephen would have known what happened to Sasha. The examiner prints out the heart rate graphs to show Stephen that the only times that his heart rate spiked was when he was answering relevant questions to the case. These were the four basic questions. Do you know who killed her? Did you enter her apartment? Did she die from strangulation? Did you kill her? It's everything you wish for. Your side traffic. Damn. And the fucked up thing about it, uh, he got caught for the same reason why he had a job. Because the owners of that building cared about security. Now that you tell me what jumped down the street, off the charts at you. Yeah. Correct? Yep. So we are of the same opinion that the only thing that really seems to be bothering you on this test is these relevant questions that pertain to the situation that we're here dealing with. Mm -hmm. So, but the thing is, when it comes to this, okay, um, you know, obviously my report's going to say that you didn't do too good on this test. Yeah. All right, and I have to explain that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, I'm here to listen to you. If you know, if you want to talk and, and explain to me why you might have some issues on these questions, okay? Because if, if something happened and it was an accident and then you panicked. Because maybe, uh, you, uh, from what I understand, she was being very flirtatious to other people. And that's what got her there to the, to the apartment. Because those two girls grabbed her before she got in the car with some guys. And I don't know about that. No, I know you don't know. But that happened before she got to the uptown. Okay. okay. That's, these girls didn't even know her. And that's why they told you. Yeah, yeah. We don't even know her. But what happened is they, they snatched her up and they got her away from those guys because she was being very, very flirtatious. Okay. okay. And so, you know, based on this, there's something going on here. Okay. And so maybe she somehow talked you into coming in. Um, well, the chart's saying that you did, this is huge. Mm -hmm. And this is, did you enter her apartment? No, I didn't. All right, well... I mean, the only thing, I'm honest, the, the situation is bothering me. I mean, with, about the whole thing about her. I mean, I'll, I'll be straight up. And this whole situation has been bothering me. And just thinking about what may have happened is just. And, and I understand that. But that's why I was very clear about 
clearing that up before we took the test. Right? Because that was very important. Yep. And that's why I kind of did the first test first mm -hmm. to, get, to get that out of the way, explain to you, and clear those issues up. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's very important. And because I wanted you to, to take the best test possible. Okay, that was my goal. Yep. And I think I succeeded in that. Yeah, I mean, and I was trying not to think of anything, just answering and, questions. But. And you yourself was able to pick out mm -hmm. every spot that looked like a reaction. Yep. I didn't even have to point them out to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm good at, I'm good at um, analyzing patterns. Okay. Not that, that good, you piece of well, shit. Without even being How could you be that good at analyzing patterns and you're the fucking security guard with with cameras on all entrances, and you think you can get away with that shit? The polygraph examiner, you were able to show me each question you had an issue with, and all every single one of them. The secure passing off of a drunk female who's claiming that's her 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 apartment. If you would have thought you was more of a cop, you should know that you that it's on your watch. She got handed over to you, intoxicated, by two witnesses into a secure building, you piece of shit. Every single charge was a relevant question. So that means there's something there. There's something that you're not telling the complete truth about. Something's bothering you about this situation, and you're not being 100% honest with me about it. That's what I can tell you. And that's all I can tell the detectives, that there is something there that you're not being 100% honest about. Now, if she invited you in to have a few drinks or something like that, or whatever it was, you need to be honest about it because this is saying you know something and that something happened. This is what this is telling me. And you yourself agreed that these were the situations. Yeah, that's something that points out, but I mean... Like I said... Sometimes things happen. If she was over flirtatious and something happened and you panicked, we can understand that. But if you conceal that and, you know, all the evidence comes in and you had your opportunity today to talk about it, it's not going to look good because if it was an accident, that's one thing that we can explain away. I want to, they, don't get, they don't even have this piece of shit name and I want to put his name in the fucking title. They don't even have his fucking name. That's bullshit, man. I want to write him a fucking letter. How's the boy pussy? Damn. But if you don't talk about it, and it comes back, it makes it look like you're, what, a monster, mm -hmm. okay? And I don't think you're that kind of person. Nothing happened. I, mean, I never went into her apartment. So, I mean, I don't know why it reacted the way it did. Because your autonomic system that you can't control mm -hmm. kicked in. You have no control over that. That's why this works so well. After the examiner shows Stephen the mechanics behind the test and then explains that they know he's being deceitful, the detectives that are trained in interrogation techniques enter the room. So, now I'll let you guys know. You know, the one thing, you know the one thing I don't like about how they interrogate people? I don't like the plausible alibis they give up. 
I don't like that. Even though it might work, I don't like that. I I don't I don't like talking to a guy who killed that girl and they know he killed that girl and give him say so did, was it rough sex? Did she invite you in for a drink and the sex got rough? I don't like that shit, man. It bothers me every fucking time because because you are handing alibis to a person. Even if you try to make them change their story, you still handed them something solid to hold on to. And while you should be fishing to make his story not make sense, you're giving him a story that kind of makes sense. Even though she probably still be caught for crime, I just don't like that. I don't. I don't like building a story that's almost plausible for somebody just to trick them. Are you okay, Steve? Well, uh, not anymore. I don't know what this thing is from. Okay, get down, brother. Get down. I've been waiting to see this brother at work. Get down. He already hit him with the brother. He already sat down, bald head. Hey, hey, man, I've been doing this for a while. Hit him with that brother shit. Let me see you work. snuck in behind him. That's what he thought. He thought the guy that punched the code in and she came in behind was gonna was gonna uh take the heat. Because we didn't want to embarrass the resident because he was drunk at the time. Or possibly just lonely and maybe tipsy, I don't know. I take my job seriously. My, my job says I'm not allowed to go into someone's apartment. I don't go into someone's apartment. The only time I would ever go into someone's apartment is with a detective like yourself, or a police officer, or an EMT, or something. Someone that I have to go in with because you know doing something in my duties. Whereas, so how do we explain this? I don't know. I am bothered by the situation. I will tell you that because. Something has happened to someone in a building that I'm responsible for. I'm supposed to keep everyone safe. Yes, I've been bothered by this since the moment I saw and heard about the situation. 
been bothering me. I've been having a hard time sleeping because of this. I've been terrified of what's going to happen when I go to work tonight because I know I'm going to be having residents asking me questions. I might even have newspaper people trying to corner me. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. You're not going. You're not going anywhere. Don't worry about that shit. Now this whole thing is going to <coughs> And I knew this was going to end up happening because this is not the first time I've had police officers assume I did the worst thing. Tell me about that. Say, tell me about that. Tell no go no tell me about when they got you misconstrued. Now we're getting somewhere. Tell me about that. <coughs> no, no, no. Tell me about all the times the police got you uh, misunderstood. Where you look it guilty but you wasn't. I know you think you're dumb, seriously. I, I believe you. I can see the way you carry yourself, the way you are there, you know, a little bit that we saw you do get you take your job seriously. We look, we look at your reports. You're very serious. Methodical, what you think? Yeah. Meticulous. Yes. Don't miss anything. Try not to. For the most part, you can say you don't, right? Yeah. You document things. Don't miss anything. How come, how come you didn't write her up? Since he's so meticulous, how come you didn't write her up? Right. But for the most part, when you see a violation or something happens, you, you notate on your records, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, with that being said, we have an issue. Okay. What garbage did you take out that day? Not even that one. Not even that one. He should have... She, he's so meticulous, she broke the rules and disappeared, and he didn't write that up. So actually, officer, that is the second thing he didn't write up, Mr. Meticulous. He didn't write up that girl sneaking into the building and disappearing in that incident. He also didn't write up that trash. The trash I found out when we had it, so I turned in that report. Where did you find it? Uh, it was on the second floor. On the second floor? Yeah. What's on that part of it? I don't remember. You don't remember? No. That's happened to you before? Well, not remembering. Or no, you find the trash. Yeah, usually I find it during my shift. And what do you do with it? Usually I just document it. Mm-hmm. What was the last time you took trash out? Hey, hey, it takes a real psychopath to be that ballsy. Or an ex-military. Like, as that shit affects people. Like, as that was ballsy what he did. Uh, donations from Sherlock Nation is a gas station of this operation for me to stay subscription and paywall free and to keep commercials at a minimum what's the biggest I saw this case before I want to put his name in there uh, the biggest fucked up thing about this is is he did it for the same reason why she's supposed to be okay because he was the security for me to stay subscription and paywall free and to keep commercials at a minimum while helping me stay independent and focused, my address, PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App is in the information box. Leaving a five-star review will help just as much. It takes a village to raise an independent podcast. The only way I can fail is from lack of support. And another way he's messed up is he's so meticulous, a girl disappeared and he thought he saw her again without making sure it was her. That's bullshit. Usually, Tom, because you know, it's on my shift. I just, you know, where's your car parts? Tom, the second floor. Okay. And you said you're on your way out? Yes. But you came back in? Yeah, because I took my stuff and then I went back up and left. So you were really on your way out? I was on my way
No, it was already after my shift was over. But it's still a violation, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody violated it. Violated And you never mentioned it? No, it was off my shift. I understand that. I'm not saying it wasn't, but still, you say you, you document things, you don't miss things, right? Yeah, once on my shift. Right. So you understand how that's starting to look? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Right. Since the investigation began, not once has Stephen asked what happened to Sasha. He knows she died, and he knows they are investigating a homicide, but he has yet to ask how she died. I picked the software engineering program because they pay for... will have you not guessing and finding out if something happened on your shift. It's the your reaction is the opposite of somebody who was worried about something happening on their shift. Trying to hide from something happening on your shift is somebody who did something on your shift, which is you. What else could it be? You, you, you're kind of on our side. I mean, what would that indicate to you? Possibly. Someone who doesn't care. Somebody knows. Do you think I know? I just, I'm just saying. We have to be, you know. We yeah, have to no, I understand that she does his job. Well, it's just something we look at. Mm-hmm. So now you look at, you've got these garbage bags that you didn't report to anybody. You're taking them out to the second floor. Or your well, the dumpsters there, but your car's there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's things missing, right? Watch out. We looked at certain things; things match up, and you know, we're, we're, there's holes in, in, in your statements. Mm-hmm. Every what, time we talk well, to you, officer, how about this? If you guys are doing your job, you should secure that trash off instantly. If you don't get them trash bags, he's busted. More and more and more that comes out. And that just gives us a lot of pause. Just then, can at least agree that you did go inside? Now you may have heard of it. Did not come inside of her apartment? And Ben, uh, I don't know what year this happened. Uh, natural human thing. I don't, subconsciously, he wouldn't want to take them back to his house out of paranoia. And if he didn't throw them away at the apartment building, all you got to do is check the, his route home and check the cameras. Because wherever there's a trash can nowadays, there's a camera. Even go to a, a gas station, there's a, there's a trail. There's, there's a, a digital trail that them trash bags was too big to just like take inside and put them in a, a kitchen trash or even your trash. Because there was actually like kitchen trash bags. There's a lot of physical evidence 
Even after she invited you in? She didn't invite me into her apartment. So you, you know there's audio. If there's audio, mm-hmm. we can hear you too. Mm-hmm. She didn't invite me into her apartment. That was risky. We're going to continue on. That, that, was, that was risky. Because if she didn't invite him into her apartment, he would know you guys are lying. I wouldn't have told that lie. That, that's risky. On this line of discussion, I think we're done here for now. Then I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a nap, and I'm going to go to work. If you guys want to talk to me again some other time, we'll have a lawyer involved. Because at this point, I don't feel comfortable talking with you detectives. Because it's making because it sounds to me like you're trying to make me say something. Like I did something, and I didn't. We don't want. We want the truth. That's all we want. Well, you have the truth. I'm sorry that some of my stuff has been kind of spotty. I'm sorry I may have forgotten some key details, or even minor details that look really bad when they're not told. But I have told you everything. I've been more than cooperative. I mean, I even told, told you yesterday that I wasn't familiar, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not kind of nervous about these things. I still came in today. You did. Now that now I'm looking at this. Now I'm seeing this as a mistake to come in for this because now it just makes it look like I did something because obviously I'm bothered by the situation. There was a dead person that I saw in the building I'm responsible for the security of. Well, one thing I can't do, Stephen, is change the results. I know, no, I, I, you do understand that. No, I understand that. I understand you've you already said that you're, you're done for the day. Yeah, I do understand that. And I, and I respect that. But you have to know. I don't know. This isn't this isn't going away. Okay. I don't know. I just I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with well, you, you gonna give him a chance to go home and kill himself? I wish it was the other way around. After Stephen left, the police were able to get a court order for his DNA and his fingerprints. His prints would match the two prints found in Sasha's apartment, and his DNA matched the DNA found on Sasha's body. The police would look into Stephen's phone, and they found that he had made a Google search during his shift the night Sasha's life was taken. Each apartment in the building could either be accessed by a key or by using a pin pad. Stephen was searching the internet, looking for a way to bypass the pin pad on Sasha's door. Needless to say, Stephen was found guilty of first-degree murder, and he will be spending the rest of his life in prison. Thank you for watching this video. I would love to hear your thoughts on this case. That, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. The security guard bypassed her security. She wasn't that drunk, you piece of shit. Jeez. Thanks for supporting the Marlon Podcast Network, 12 different podcasts. Two new episodes every day. Catchphrase.
reading on a free 800 number, baby. She dropped by it and has told you about it, right? Actually, yeah. Yeah. And it's the place with the little trees. And it's on a cul-de-sac. Right. This is amazing me. It's okay. It amazes me every time I do it, too. What you waiting for? And I have to be psychic to see you saving money straight away. Call 1-800-799-5317. What the future holds. Call Miss Cleavon and let me tell you. Miss Cleavon, my boyfriend wants to get engaged, but I don't think I'm ready. Mmm. Go to the crossroad at midnight. Light a blue candle and bite the head of two chicken. He will be dead before sunrise. Wow, thanks. 858 say I'm the sister who donated to $15. I'm into financial services. Let's talk about how we can invest some of that FDMG money and turn 50 grand into a million. Let's invest some of that FDMG money, turn 25 grand into a half a million. Sister Tammy, let's talk business before we talk back shots. Let's talk business before we talk back shots. Let's go back to the cash app. Let's thank you, Sister Tammy, for the 15. Brother Sam, cash app. Sister Jamel. Will you take legal action against the one percenter YouTube? Sister Jamel wants to know, will Dr. Umar take legal action against the YouTubers? We working on that, Sister Jamel. We working on it because we got a couple bussies over there. We got a couple bussies over there on YouTube that we need to shut down. We got a couple bussies over there. So, Sister Jamel, we working on it. You either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high. Now I lay me down to sleep. What I did do not happen to me. It might seem like I'm rapping to beat. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, my apologies for heaven's sake. My inner space is out of space. Too bad it went down this way. Run DMC, then walk this way. Stare with the heaven on the hip hop beat. Staring at heaven even if I sleep. Wake up from death seven days a week. Consciousness is continuously. All I know is eternity. To be or not to be. The beat is feeling kind of deep to me. Is it you? It speak to me. Voices in my head play a symphony. Bach mixed with Tupac, Beethoven. I I stay smoking. I'm really trying quick, but I stay smoking. I really want to hit, but I stay hoping. The day seems the same open. I really want to change. I hope you notice. Forgive me for my sins when I lose focus. Forgive you. I hope you're joking. Karma came back and stuck his nose in. What you chosen is the chosen. Don't ever fall.